0: Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Every Day at Four, Erotic Confessions, written by Devi and Sevi. Eavesdropping erotica. Huh? Accidental eavesdropping becomes a catalyst for romance. What's a guy to do? Jake's office is right next to the break room at work, and he can't help himself. When a sexy woman shares her achingly hot, shameless sexual adventures with a friend, Jake listens too. Then he gets an opportunity to spend time with this naughty goddess, and they're both in for a wonderful surprise. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from Every Day at Four. Chapter Two, Strawberries, Biggest
1: Fantasy the next afternoon, he settled in and donned headphones, prepared for the afternoon ritual. He was ready to hear anything from this uninhibited woman. The woman didn't waste any time with preliminary chit chat today. So, Mark and Jerry showed up together last night around eight. I was in my ratty bathrobe, hair a mess. I told them I was way too tired for sex, but they said they just wanted to talk. Talk, my ass. I never should have fallen for that one. But they were being so sweet, I let them in. We ended up sitting on the couch in the living room. The guys wanted to give me a massage. So the robe got dropped to my waist. Jerry started a conversation about fantasies, wanting us to talk about our ultimate fantasies. Mark is just behind me on the couch, rubbing my back. Jerry's giving me a foot massage. He says I should start with my fantasy, since he and Mark are busy massaging, ha, huh. but I'm not shy, right. I told them my biggest fantasy is me tied up, blindfolded, and forced to come like twenty times in a row. They wanted all the details, what was allowed, what wasn't. I told them if you don't know what turns me on yet, then you haven't been paying attention. Marco's well, obviously, you like vaginal, anal, and oral. we know you like sandwiches, but are there any limits? How about vibrators, or beets, or veggies? And what about whipping you? Not hard enough to leave marks. Maybe some light nipple whipping? I was pretty surprised. These guys never acted like they'd heard of that kind of stuff. Guess I shouldn't buy into stereotypes so much. I mean, stockbrokers and accountants go through the horny teenager stage too, right? They probably thought of the same perverted shit I did along the way. Jake's mind boggled at what she might find perverted. They wanted more about the fantasy. Mark is rubbing big circles from my shoulders, down to my shoulder blades, then around my sides to the front. Resting his hands on my boobs and kind of kneading them in little circles. Feels really good. Relaxing, you know? I lean back against him, which is his signal that he can concentrate on my front side and forget my back. His hands go wandering. Jerry asks for more details about the fantasy. I'm getting hot because it turns me on having these two hot guys taking care of me so good. Being all tender, will I tell them about this fantasy I've had for, like, five years? I tell them. I fantasize that my boyfriend has decided to give me a threesome for my birthday, so his best friend comes over, and they feed me a gourmet meal. Good wine, soft music, and candlelight. Then we get in the spa. The water's all bubbly, I'm laying back against the wall, with one of the Whirlpool Jets centered on my pussy. A guy on each side of me, just nibbling on my neck, and sucking my fingers, and stuff. After about three orgasms from riding the spa jet, they help me out, dry me with towels, and lead me to the bedroom. Jake's cock was hard as a rock. He wasn't sure he'd last to the end of this fantasy. It was close to his own hottest fantasy of tying up his partner and forcing her into multiple orgasms. He usually pictured himself the only man, but this scenario sounded good. He paced himself, trying to hold out as long as he could. At some point, Mark has two fingers rubbing on either side of my clit, and the other hand is pinching my nipples. One after the other, Jerry's sitting with my feet on his lap. He's pushing one of my feet into his erection, kind of rubbing it around and around, and he's massaging the other foot. I never realized how erotic that could feel until last night, you know? I mean, the feeling of his fingers going in between each toe was kind of ticklish and sensual at the same time. My foot kept twitching all over the place. I'm about to come. Mark's got me all creamy from his massage, and he decides it's a good time to slide a couple of fingers right in there. Jerry's been watching everything, and I feel his cock jumping around at my pussy getting stuffed. Jerry reaches down and unfastens his pants, and out it pops Happy as hell to see me. Mark's thrusting in and out. I'm thrashing around and rubbing my foot up and down on Jerry's cock. I swear he came in like 30 seconds. It was too much for me. Jerry's warm, wet cum spurting all in between my toes. Mark pushing his fingers right in there. Then pulling them out to rub over my clitty. And back in, going really fast, I'm moaning and groaning and boom, big orgasm. Jake pumped what felt like a gallon of cum into the handkerchief. He relaxed, feeling his heartbeat returning to normal. As she finished up the story, Mark's the only one who hasn't come yet, but my poor pussy just could not handle another cock last night. I was sore from the night before, so I sucked him off. He came in record time. Guess he liked the fantasy. A lot. I let his jizz splatter all over my face. He loves that. Jerry's lying back, recovering from his quick orgasm. And I've got my robe-covered ass in his face, so he can't say anything. He's still back there, rubbing my feet. Soothing, you know. I was too tired to come again. In an abrupt change of topic, she suddenly asked, What are those toes called, anyway? I mean, the big toe is called your big toe. But what about the others? Our fingers have names. index Pinky, and so on. Why not our toes? Her friend hummed a noncommittal response. Her breathing was choppy. One of the first times he could recall hearing her react to strawberry stories. Jake heard Strawberry swallow some soda, take a bite of candy bar, and slowly chew. Then, muffled, she finished swallowing. Anyway, we decided to do it. Go through with my fantasy, I mean, this weekend. When we've got plenty of time and don't have to get up early for work. The guys are coming over on Saturday afternoon. Can't wait. We decided not to have sex tonight, to make the next time even hotter. Plus, I still haven't heard their fantasies. We were all too tired to talk about it anymore. Last night. Her chair scraped back, and she walked across the room to throw away the trash. Her friend followed, after a last swallow of her drink. Jake removed the headset, turned off the recorder, and breathed in deeply. He'd like to be the one with her this weekend, rather than listening to the story on Monday. When he left his office a few minutes later to get coffee, he noticed his assistant wasn't at her desk. On his way back, he saw Charlie coming around the corner, her cheeks flushed. He wondered if she'd been outside taking a walk. He'd overheard her telling someone about starting an exercise program. The next afternoon, although he checked at 4 p.m., the women didn't come to the break room. Not surprisingly, since he surmised that the only reason they went in there was privacy to talk about strawberry' sex life. No one else used the break room in the late afternoon. Its sterile walls couldn't compete with the bright May sunshine. Most employees congregated in the grounds outside the building. He grinned. If only they knew what they were missing. At 4.10, he went into the break room to grab a soda from the fridge. And surprised Charlie, sitting at the table. Holy shit, she was eating a raspberry Pop-Tart. Oh, Jake, I... I... I didn't expect to see you here. Did you need something? She stammered. No, I came to get a drink. Do you often use the break room this time of day? Somehow, he got the question out in a normal tone of voice. Could this woman be his strawberry. It was difficult to tell, because the women spoke in such low tones during the afternoon conversations. He couldn't have picked their voices out of a lineup. Oh, yes. Most afternoons, about this time. You don't mind, do you? I mean, you always close yourself in the office. For this big project, and... Her voice raised at the end, as though she feared a reprimand. He assured her that he didn't mind, and somehow left without saying anything that would give away his suspicions. He almost staggered back to his office, crazy to think that this woman, with her tightly pinned hair and oh-so-proper demeanor, could be Strawberry. But the thought grew less unlikely the longer he considered the logic. The break-room storytelling seemed to have started when he began having Charlie hold his calls each day. It was a natural time for her to forward all the calls to voicemail and take a break. Also, there was another break room across the building, closer to the main employee area. The one near his office was mainly used by the management staff. Jake wondered what time she and her friend had gotten together, back before he started working on the IT project every afternoon. He swiftly calculated, She'd only been working for the company about three months. Damn, to think he'd missed weeks, possibly months, of her sexual history. He could now put a face and body to the voice in his wet dreams. How much more erotic these afternoon confessions would be, now that he knew her identity. She had a great body, firm tits, and a slender waist. A pretty face, glasses aside. Big eyes, nice lips and high cheekbones. She didn't wear much makeup, and didn't drown herself in perfume either, thankfully. His cock, so recently drained, struggled to harden at the thought that Strawberry had been sitting right outside his office door all this time.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from Every Day at Four. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, It can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.